Welcome to the Realizing Genius Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Christensen. This is where we dive in each week to chat about parenting, education, and realizing our children's genius. I'm an educator with a background in individualizing learning, and I'm obsessed with helping people find and nurture that genius in their children and themselves. Let's dive in. Hi, geniuses. Welcome to the new year. It is the 7th of January, and hopefully you haven't already broken all of your New Year's resolutions. (laughs) Evidently, that often happens. Resolutions, depending on who you uh, read, are only kept by between 8 and 28% of the people who actually make them. And as a homeschool parent, it can be a little bit more stressful for all of the resolutions we make because usually they have something to do with our kids. And so today I'd like to talk to you about doing something a little bit different. Instead of having a resolution, have an intention for the year. There is a place for resolutions, and to be honest, um, making resolutions at the beginning of the calendar year is not as effective as making them at the beginning of an academic year. And for a couple of reasons, as educators, we have just finished our first semester, and we are now going into our second semester, but, you know, we had all of these plans to get so many things done during our holiday break. And in fact, what happened? (laughs) Nothing got done. We got more tired because we were trying to have a wonderful time with our family, which we should have. But a lot of times when we start a new year, there's just that additional stress of, oh no, we have to get ready for the next semester and we aren't quite there. So while resolutions have their place, I'm going to talk to you today about instead doing intentions for the year. So first of all, let's just understand the fundamental difference between a resolution and an intention. Resolutions tend to be specific, often rigid goals that are outcome oriented. And like I said, there is a definite place for a resolution. Just saying that an intention, which is a more flexible thing, and it revolves around cultivating a mindset or a guiding principle, is probably a little bit easier to handle at the beginning of of the year, in the middle of a school year. So why should homeschool parents consider using intentions instead of resolutions? Here are some really great reasons. First of all, flexibility. Homeschooling is a really dynamic journey and life is really full of unexpected twists and turns. You know, if you have a bunch of little kids, especially during the winter, somebody might get sick or, or, you might have a baby or or you might have an amazing opportunity to do something. And 
if you have a resolution that kind of locks you into doing certain things, where an intention allows you to adapt to these changes without the burden of rigid goals. Another uh, reason is it really focuses on growth. Intentions emphasize personal growth and continuous improvement and really aligns pretty well with homeschooling philosophy of lifelong learning. And these intentions really encourage us to develop qualities and habits that support our homeschooling lifestyle. And because they aren't as rigid as a resolution, it really reduces stress. Like I was saying at the beginning, what I have found is that there is a lot of stress involved, especially for homeschoolers right at the beginning of the semester. We're in the middle of a time where there's a very high burnout for, to be honest, all educators. I have my Realizing Genius Homeschool Conference at the end of February because that is really when that stress peaks, but it starts right now. And you have this pressure to you know, achieve these specific resolutions, these specific goals. And that can sometimes just add to your stress and burnout, which is already high already. Intentions really promote a more relaxed and mindful approach to our goals. So let's explore this a little bit more. So how can homeschool parents set intentions for the new year. Let me tell you a little bit about how I do it. One of the things I can do when I'm busy with the holidays is I can take a little bit of time and just think about what do I want to do? How do I want to show up? What do I want to have as part of who I am in the new year. And I usually will do this in between Christmas and New Year's because, you know, leading up to Christmas, it tends to be really crazy. Between Christmas and New Year's, at least for me, it tends to be a little bit less crazy just because most of my kids are are gone and adults. I did have several of them come home for Christmas and the holidays, and that was wonderful. And so there was a lot more cooking and baking and things like that than than normal. But but still, that, that week between Christmas and uh, New Year's, I just take a little bit of time and sit and think and, to be honest, pray, okay, what do I need to do this next year? And I also am constantly reading and I am inspired by all of these different books that I'm reading. And uh, I have a Goodreads account. If you want to look me up, you know, it's just Heidi Christensen. You can uh, look up my my account on Goodreads and check out what I'm reading and what I have read. And all of these books that I'm reading, you know, contribute to that. And when I was just sitting and, and thinking, and listening and trying to figure out what did I want to do this next year, the first word that came to me was growth. And growth is something that I'm constantly striving for. I am constantly trying to learn new things, which is, if you take a look at my book list on Goodreads, you'll, you'll see that. I, I read a lot of self-help books. I read a lot of education books. 
and I read a lot of books that my students read so I can learn with them. Anyway, so growth is something that is just natural for me. And I thought, okay, yeah, growth, but there's more to it. And so I was like, okay, hold on to that growth. Think about that growth. And it's like, what kind of growth do I want to have? And so I kept listening. I kept just like holding on to that and, and thinking about, you know, what I had read, what, where do I want to be in this next year? What do I need to do in this next year? Cause I don't know about you, but I have you know, resolutions for me a lot of time come in the form of a to-do list, okay? I have a constant to-do list. So resolutions for me is, is just an, an ongoing thing. But an intention is how I want to show up in order to do those. What do I need to be? Who do I need to be in order to complete those? While I was thinking about growth, I came across this Bible citation. It's Second uh, Peter verse three eighteen, and it says, "But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory, both now and to the day of eternity." So I thought, okay, yeah, that's what I want to do. So grow in grace. Okay, so that's my intention. I want to grow in grace. I didn't think that that was it, but I was heading in the right direction with that. Okay, so I decided to continue to think about it, but I knew growing in grace was part of my intention this year. I like looking up the definition of different things. Grace is something that we hear about. We can talk about giving someone grace and things like that. So growing in grace, I could just leave it at that. But I like to look at definitions and go a little bit deeper. So I was looking around on the internet and there's a website. It's by John Baldoni. Smart Brief is his website, but he has an article, The Attributes of Grace, and evidently has a book called Grace, A Leader's Guide for a Better Us. And anyway, he has an acronym for grace that I really liked. And it's, it has grace as representing five attributes and G is for generosity, and it's the will to do something more for others. R is respect, and that's respecting the dignity of life and work. A is action, the mechanism for change. C is compassion, you know, and that's the concern for others. E is energy, the spirit that catalyzes us. And that's something I just, I really like, I like acronyms anyway, but I really liked that acronym for grace. It just really helps to remember what grace is. So anyway, growing in grace in that way, I think it would be amazing. But like I said, I wanted to have a little bit more to it. And I don't know about you, but I, my, my husband hates it. I have sayings and quotes all over my house. And especially in my office, I have, you know, pieces of paper all over the place. If you've ever seen any of my social media accounts, you know that I absolutely love good quotes and I'm constantly po posting quotes. And so when I'm working on an intention for the year, I tend to, you know, look for like little plaques and things like that'll help me remember my saying, or I will make them. I've, I've done that in the past too. So anyway, 
I took this growth and grace idea and I just went to Amazon and I started looking around and I just typed in growth and grace and it came up with a bunch of different things. Oh, there was a shirt and there were several different little plaques and everything. And there was one that just, it was just like, it hit me. I mean, I, I almost felt it physically. It's like, oh my gosh, that's it. You know, that kind of thing. And it said, live by faith, grow in grace, walk in love. I'm like, yes, that's it. And the live by faith just really, that's really what hit me first is because I was reading this book. It's called, it's by uh, Napoleon Hill and it's titled Outwitting the Devil. And one of the things that was really emphasized in that book is the importance of living by faith rather than fear. And so I, I had just finished this book and I'm like, yeah, I, that is something that I have to do this year. I don't know about you, but I mean, there's a lot of things that are very disconcerting going on around the world today. And then the fact that this is an election year for a president, I mean, it's already heating up and I'm just not looking forward to that. And so I want to live by faith going into this year instead of fear. So that is my saying for this year. That is my intention. Live by faith. Grow in grace. Walk in love. And by having that intention, I can then hit my to-do list or my resolutions more effectively because I know how I'm going to show up, okay? So how can this be really powerful for you and for your kids? Because this is something you really want to teach your kids too, okay? You wanna teach your kids that they can choose how they're going to show up. They have a choice on what actions they're going to take and how they react to different things in their lives. And that if they are intentional in how they react and how they live their life, that makes a difference, okay? Because too often they feel like, oh, somebody made me mad and and so I did this, I was triggered or whatever. And no, your reaction, your life, your thoughts, how you are, do everything is your choice. And you can do that intentionally. I believe it's Stephen Covey talks about it in his, his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, how you can choose how you react. And Viktor Frankl in, in his book, Man's Search for Meeting, talks about how you can choose, no matter what is being presented to you, there is a moment between when you have something happen to you 
you have a choice in your reaction, in how you're going to have it affect you. Okay, and, and Viktor Frankl, he was a Jewish psychologist, I believe, and he, he was in the concentration camps in Nazi Germany. His life was literally hell in that situation. He never knew, you know, if he was going to die or not. He had horrible things that he had to do every day. And he had to do this all with all of these other people. And he went into the situation having the intention of, of learning from it and being able to help people afterwards. And he could see that once people had the intention, you know, no longer had it, a reason or a why to survive, they, they didn't, they figured out how to die. And he had a reason to survive. He wanted to get out and, and be able to help other people. He was hoping that his wife was still alive, but he also had this manuscript that was lost that the Nazis took. And so he wanted to rewrite it. And so with this, he was able to, you know, decide, have that intention of, of, you know, when things came to him, could, could he have the intention? Could he decide how he was going to react to it? And he was able to develop that. And afterwards, after the war, he was able to help a lot of people deal with all of the trauma that they lived through. So it is something that, that it's not just me telling, you know, talking about this, there's, you know, some really amazing people and amazing books that you can read to go um, deeper into this. But it's definitely, it's definitely worth it. And it's definitely something you want to teach your kids. And this, having an intention, having something that you're thinking about, how do you want to show up? How do you want to be in the coming year is, is something that you, you can definitely do. And it doesn't have to be something, I, I know we're a week into the new year, but it doesn't have to be just, you know, now. It could be, okay, what is your intention for this week? What is your intention for this month? What is your intention for the summer? I mean, you can do this at any time and and it can be equally effective, both for yourself and for your kids. So... One of the reasons why I get a plaque or, you know, create something, create a sign is so that I have that reminder that I see. And I, I put it somewhere in my office or in my room or in my home that I will see it on a regular basis. And that's just a reminder for me throughout the year to remember this. And I know I was just on a webinar and somebody was talking about this and they said, oh, you know, you put something up on the wall and it just becomes the wall after a while. And yeah, I, I know when my kids were growing up, like I said, I love quotes. And so I printed out a bunch of quotes and like every, every week I would try and move all of the quotes around and change them all up. You know, I had them, I had them laminated. Yeah, I know I'm weird. That's just me. But I had them laminated and, you know, printed out in colorful things. And I would you know, put them all over the house, but I would try and change them up every once in a while so that the boys would like, oh, that wasn't there before. Oh, that's different. And and so they would, it would catch, catch their eye and it would 
be helpful for me too. And one of the good things too about intentions is too often when we have these resolutions, we have these setbacks and it's like, oh, that's done. Okay, I, I broke my resolution. No, you know, no reason to go forward. And with an intention, it's a little bit more flexible. And so you just keep going. It's it's an intention. It's just more flexible. When a challenge arises, you just take a step back and reevaluate. And then if you have to, make adjustments. And you can also reach out to homeschooling communities and, you know, find an accountability buddy to help you stay on track. So just to wrap up today's episode of Realizing Genius, I want to encourage all of you to consider setting intentions for the new year. Teach your kids about setting intentions. And remember, it's not about perfection, but it's about growth and resilience and making the choice on how you want to show up to the world for the next week, the next month, the next year. And remember that because these are flexible, if you need to reevaluate, do it. Because really, when you are trying to realize your genius, when you are trying to help your children realize their genius, it's all about individualization. You are a genius. And I encourage you to remember that and have that be one of your intentions this year. And if you are facing that burnout because of that huge to-do list or those hefty resolutions that you've made, please be sure to check out my website. In the next couple of weeks, I'll be updating it with all of the information about the 2024 Realizing Genius Homeschool Conference. This year, the conference will be February 22nd through 27th. So be sure and mark your calendars. It is free. You just need to register. And that registration will be available in the next couple of weeks at realizinggenius.com. We have some amazing presenters and topics that they're going to be presenting. I've asked them to focus on inspiring and supporting you, the homeschool parent. So until next week, go out there and realize your genius. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Realizing Genius podcast. Head over to realizinggenius.com forward slash podcast for all the show notes and links and to share your ideas of anyone you would like to have me interview. Have a wonderful week realizing your genius.